Hi, and welcome to Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast. I'm Marley. I'm Steph. I'm Lindsay, and I'm impressed that we remembered to introduce ourselves. Good job, Marley. <laughs> I, I know. It doesn't happen. It was like the only thing I did remember, and now I don't know what else we do in intros, except, uh, yeah, we are a podcast about video games, and we rate them in desserts, because and- why the hell not? <laughs> And again, for like the 17th time in a row, we don't have a dessert. What did I make last night when we hung out? Oh, we can do no-bake cookies. You're right. You're I absolutely didn't know that right. Was the plan. You came prepared and we didn't even know. And I totally ate the rest of them today. No shame. <laughs> I have the leftovers that were in a bag. Like I, I took one and put it in a bag for later. And I had it after work and it like revived me. Like it was one of those ones that you're like, oh, this was 25 health points. Much needed. <laughs> but did well, you eat your Thai food today? Did no. I, oh. <laughs> I'm going to take it for lunch tomorrow to work. Yay. Nice. Marley tried Thai food for, 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 for the first time yesterday. Yes. It was Yay. tasty. Good. You're tasty. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Anyways so, we're going to talk about Apex today. Yeah, so that's why you're probably wondering, wait a second, they said their names, but they don't match their little nameplate thing here. If you're watching the video version of this. Right. If you're not watching the video version of this, uh, I'll just tell you real quick what our names are. So I put mine down as Bangalore. And I'm Lifeline. And I am Wraith. It's an apex thing. They're all characters <laughs> in apex. Just trust us. We um we were kind of playing yesterday. Well, we were definitely playing yesterday, and um we kind of like were looking at our characters and we're like these are representative of who we are in a way. Like like Lifeline is very like spunky and cheery and has pink hair. Bangalore is like very tall and like badass badass and like tough (laughs) and then like wraith is like the emo crazy one and i'm like this is who we are and if you don't know like you know who is which then you don't know us at all (laughs) go back to season one and start listening from there (laughs) exactly um I, i fear that i'm not as emo as i used to be like i i want to be more punk rock and more emo, but I'm just not like I've lost my edge. I've definitely decided I'd much rather have my child go through like an emo punk rock phase and like a Christian rock phase. <laughs> I'll support her either way. Oh, I will of course support her, but I would much rather go to a punk rock show than like a praise chorus. Just putting that out. Well, that's not a like, think about, like Amberlin and think about like Reliant K. My mom today at dinner was like, did you know Switchfoot was considered Christian rock? And I'm like, I did. They're very, very <laughs> spiritual people. And so was Skillet. I didn't know Skillet. I didn't know Skillet was. <laughs> I can't say I've listened to a lot of Skillet though. I haven't either, but I do know who they are. And I don't think many people know that they're Christian rock. Well, remember our old favorite band that was Christian Crunk? Yes. Oh, yeah. Family, yeah, shout out to Family Force 5. I wonder what they're doing with their lives now. Oh, Family sure they're Force doing Five. Well. They still call each other Crouton and um, Chapstick. Chapstick. Chapstick and Nadaddy. Nadaddy was there one? Yeah. I think so. That was one. And we're missing like the. It's like the generator or something. I can't oh, yeah, remember. Yeah. I can't remember what they <laughs> called it. From the land where the mullet attacks. Oh my goodness! Now I need to go listen to the family. Hmm. I don't it's know just, if I do. <laughs> I, it's so fun, though. It is. Anyways, um, I'm going to live concerts. So. Yeah. Oh, me too. That would be amazing. But oh, we're getting through this pandemic, people. Like, we're strong. We have had three out of six vaccinations, so that's a thing. That's happening. That is a thing. Yeah. As a group, we are half vaxxed. That is true. Hey there. <laughs> Political uh, opinions not invited. 
<laughs> yeah, we don't. Please don't. Like, we yeah. we don't care what you guys have to say about vaccinations or not or whatever. Like, we're not we're not telling you which way or one or the other either. Like, just yeah, we're not here to talk about that. We'll just say more controversial. I'm pregnant. I'm not vaccinated. So that what? No, oh, I'm pregnant. And people have opinions on that. So oh my goodness. Anyway. <laughs> So what are we here to talk about? Apex. Um, Apex Legends. Who are we? Apex. What do we want? All the supplies. Pretty much. Will you uh, transition? Yes. Um, Apex is a free-to-play first-person shooter battle royale video. What? Let's dive in. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. You knucklehead. I forgot, like, my purpose in life, which is to say... You Apex big, Legends, let's dive in. You big galoopa. I'm not a galoopa. <laughs> Blake and I watched Mighty Joe Young like a year ago. <laughs> and that's a line in it. And we just call each other galoopas ever since. That's kind of cute. Yeah, Joe, sure. The big ape was like almost dead. And then he came back to life. And so I'm like, oh, Joe, you big galoopa. <laughs> Don't go back to watch Mighty Joe Young. It doesn't hold up. <laughs> That's oh, nice. Let me uh, read this uh, description. You don't want me to talk about I don't feel young anymore? No. I mean, that's your other podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Apex Legends is a free-to-play first-person shooter battle royale video game developed by Respawn Entertainment and published by EA. Um, came out, or it was announced in 2019 and released on the following day. It is part of the Titanfall universe. So if you are familiar with Titanfall, you're probably familiar with Apex. If you're familiar with Apex, you might be familiar with Titanfall. Titanfall was, like, years ago. Um, but, yes. Anyway. Um, yeah, so huge. we have played this game a little bit. Yeah. Enough. We've, we've, we've streamed we've it. Taste. We've streamed it. We've, uh, we've given it a few hours. We've mm-hmm. formed opinions. We've formed opinions. We've had feelings. We've sworn. We've rejoiced. We've, we've killed. Had arguments we've about killed. it. <laughs> we've killed and we've revived. And then I brought Stephanie back from the dead after she fell off a cliff. We've also relinquished jump master rights to each other. <laughs> <laughs> was our jump master of choice. Well, thank you. Uh, yes, the one time that me and Steph were playing and I was the jump master and it was me and Steph in a random and I totally took us like right into like a hole and we died. And I was like, never again, never again. And the guy, the guy who was with you, like the rando was just like noobs. Like, These I just, noobs. Or maybe he was super new himself and he was just like, Oh, this seems like a good spot. Maybe not. Like, <laughs> 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 this game is fun. <laughs> Um, yeah. What so do we think? Apex Legends takes... I was going to do a little story. Oh, It takes place, like you said, in the Titanfall and Titanfall 2 universe, which depicted a war between the militia and interstellar man, manufacturing company in various habitable... Hab, habitable? Habitable. 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 Far from Earth, dubbed the Frontier. In Apex, this war has been over for years. <sighs> And both the militia and IMC have withdrawn from the frontier. The Outlander region on the periphery of the frontier has seen a large influx of settlers looking for new opportunities. So pretty much it's kind of, um, it feels very Hunger Games-y to me. You are launched off into a world where you have to get all the supplies and kill all the other people. And, like, instantly you have the choice of, like, okay, do I get supplies or do I just run and find a good place to, like, hide and get supplies? The answer is just go get your supplies as soon as you can. But in that way, it's Hunger Gamesy. Do I kill PETA? Do I let him live? Do we just kill each other? We either You either killed or be killed or get killed. It's nope. True. Either kill or be killed. Yeah. Yes. There's no... You do not spare the enemy in this game. No, because they will not spare you. No, no. mercy! 
No, those little 14-year-old kids playing Apex, they will show you no mercy. They are vicious. <laughs> and Except, they taught us our lesson. And they're better than us, and that's frustrating. Except here's the thing, though. Would you guys say that it that the audience for Apex are those little 14-year-old kids, or are they all still on Fortnite? I think, I think it's, it's half and half. I think it's an older crew. I, I think would it is, too. I think it could be an older crew, but I wouldn't. Like, I can definitely see a 14 year old playing it. Like, right. Like 60, 70 year old players. Yeah. yeah. I think around, everyone the, around our age. Are elderly. Um, well, and it's like a. I, I mean, I, I know of a few different of our extended friends who play Apex like on a regular basis. Like, they have like their squads. I'm talking about Erica's husband. You know, oh, like yeah. they, they like get together and they play it for hours. And it's funny because we'll like be playing games with Erica and you can hear her husband in the other room, like shouting. And That's she's like, crazy. Oh, sorry, my husband's playing Apex. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, thought, you know, <laughs> I thought Apex was a car game before I. <laughs> you did you think it was um, Rocket League? I think I thought it was similar to Rocket League. <laughs> I don't know why I had that idea in my mind. Maybe because, like, it's the four letters, Apex, FIFA. FIFA is, is a soccer game. You're right. Oh, my God. <laughs> you thinking Forza? Yeah, Forza. Is Forza <laughs> racing? Forza's the racing, yeah. Oh, my okay. gosh. This we shows know. you how out of touch I am with both racing and sports. We know These are things I don't do. games. <laughs> Pro games. Um, I will give this to Apex, though. It's pretty, like, user-friendly. Like, you can learn how to play it really, really quickly. The tutorial's very short. Yeah. Very, you know, digestible. The controller, the controls are pretty, like, intuitive, I would say. Um, it's just a matter of not getting killed. It's a matter of being good at Battle Royale first-person shooters. Well, and I think you have to play it a lot so that you can be f- familiar with the uh, the gunnery. Yeah. And, um, the supplies that you can get, especially like the, like the grenades and like all the ammo you need, all the um, armor and gear you can get. Yeah. Because there's a lot that you can do to build up your weapon to be very powerful. Well, and also, like, I mean, I when we were playing the other day, when we all kind of first got the game, and we were playing with some of our other friends, too, like, I didn't personally play the tutorial, so maybe you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. Um, I just watched it, but then I was also kind of on my phone. Um, <laughs> but, like, did it even really tell you, like, how to find the best gear and stuff. Like, cause I feel like you walk like in the game, you walk up to like a pod and there's like a whole bunch of gear that you can take. And it's like, how do you know what is the best stuff to take? Right. They do have a color coding system that makes it a little easier. Like, you know, purple is more rare than blue. Therefore it's probably better. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know that. Um, but yeah, I, there is like a color coding system and like other things that make it a little easier to decipher like which gear is good. But at the same time, it's like as far as guns you get, you're like, okay, here I have my choice of two sniper rifles and there's a little description of what they are, but I don't know if it's any good. I don't know if an energy sniper rifle is better or worse than, you know, a different type of like a bullet sniper rifle. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess that just means you need to play it and figure that out. And when you're in a life or death situation, it's not like you're going to take the time to read each and every description no. of each and every... No, like you just got to get your stuff and go. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the hard part too, especially for someone who's so new to this game, is that you are thrown into... You literally jump into this world and you... I, I don't know about you guys, but I was like so scared to be like, am I out in the open and someone's just going to come up behind me and just kill me? And I don't have any weapons. I have no idea what I'm doing. Meanwhile, you're also still trying to figure out, okay, what do my controls do? What guns are good? Like I need supplies. Oh, should I run over there? You know what I mean? Like you're so caught up in like, what do I do? 
that you're kind of in this like panic mode and you don't take the time to really read what gun is good. You kind of just grab and go. And so it probably wasn't until after I had played a few rounds that I really started noticing, oh, hey, there's a color coding system here. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like, oh, that makes a lot more sense now. Because like they don't, I feel like they don't tell you that. I can't remember if they do or don't in the tutorial, but if they did, I definitely skipped over it because I had to learn that just like the way you did. Or I'm like, oh, okay, like purple weapon, that makes sense. Like, that's probably pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, and you can like see what you have equipped, like in your bottom right corner, you're like, oh, this gun has like orange highlighted on it. So if I come across a pile of ammo, I pick up all the orange. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, so yeah, the color coding is. yeah the color coding is helpful um but yeah i think it just takes a few or a good couple dozen times to play through where you get to know your gear and your preferences um i did enjoy the sniper rifles i enjoyed the sniping um i got a few good hits on a few people a couple times That's my track record. I didn't kill anyone with the sniper rifle, but I definitely got some pretty like long range hits, which is very satisfying. I think I got one killed out of like the few times we played. So I'll take it. I got two. I think I got two or three. You got four, Lindsay. I got four. Yeah, you got four. I got two, Lindsay. I'm essentially Jason Bourne in this game. Essentially. Essentially. Yes. I, um,. I don't know. I we had this debate when we like very first started playing Apex and <laughs> it was a really entertaining debate, but I was very much on the side of the argument that this game Apex is very much like Overwatch. And Stephanie was like on this other side saying like, "Oh hell no. <laughs> it's nothing like <laughs> Overwatch." And like for me, the way that I see that it's over like Overwatch is like you have these characters who have specific abilities and you go and you fight other people. And yes, you can pick up weapons and you can't, you can't really do that in Overwatch. You already, you can't, you already have the stuff that you need. Right. But, you have your loadout and stuff. But yeah, but essentially like, and also like kind of the, the animation and just kind of the feel of it reminded me a lot of Overwatch. But then as we debated more and more, I was like, okay, fine. Let's all agree that Apex is more like Fortnite than it is like Overwatch. (laughs) There you go. That's one of my biggest complaints, I guess, about Apex. Not complaints. But um, I'd much rather get in the middle of things and do hand-to-hand combat. And so, like, weaponry is not my thing. Like, I don't care too much. Um... But you can't, like, I don't think melee combat is huge in Apex. I, I did like, kill a guy from bashing him to death because I had no other weapons. I feel like you <laughs> mostly you're going to get schmoed by, like, big guns in this yeah. game. And it's a very quick thing. I don't know. They're quick rounds compared to they Overwatch. Rounds. And, and we don't have to compare it to Overwatch. Oh, Either but we do. But I'm just saying, like, from a first-person shooter that you frequent, there is a difference in, like, what you enjoy, which is you don't necessarily seem to enjoy Battle Royale as much as you do, like, Team versus The arena shooters. Arena shooter game. Arena shooter, yeah. 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 And when I play Overwatch, I don't choose characters with guns either. That's not my style of gameplay. Mm. So... Are you are you usually a healer of some sort? Yeah, I'm usually Moira. Um, and if I'm not Moira, I'm Varia. And she has a gun, but she's also, she's a heavy. So, I don't know. Maybe if I would have played around with some of the characters more, been a heavy or <laughs> a heavy player. Hanzo. And I, I feel like Lifeline and Apex, who's a healer, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like that's another thing, too, is that this game gives you, like, you have some starter characters that you can pick from. And then I guess as you play more or do certain events or unlock things, challenges and achievements or whatever, I think you can get more characters. 
Right. But of the starting ones, I mean, regardless, they do have specific abilities. And like, yes, you can like go into the menu at the beginning and like look at them and stuff. But I don't know about you guys, but as soon as I get into the battle, I forget all about that. I forget all about the unique abilities. And because I'm so concerned with just getting some good guns and some ammo and trying to get to like the ring so that you don't get, you know, you you don't get cut off from it. Another Hunger Games callback. And I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I totally forget that I have like these crazy awesome moves. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like the game doesn't, I feel like they don't emphasize on that enough as they should because they have these characters. They have names. You know, they have like these cool costumes that you can unlock and stuff. And maybe it's just because we've not played it a whole lot, but I feel like the focus isn't there. And I feel like yeah. it should be. Yeah. And that could be our fault too for not playing Titanfall before playing Apex too. I don't know if Titanfall has the same characters though. Um, um I don't think they do. Because I think I'm it's looking- just in the same universe. Okay, that makes sense. And looking at the character list online, and they had badass characters. Mm-hmm. They do. And of course I'm just looking at mostly the females because that's that's <laughs> what we do. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like really cool like and they have a variety of types of humans and body shapes and nationalities yeah and they, I love that. we it's all not, appreciate that yeah yeah it's not all just like these skinny girls with boobs you know like they actually have like women with real that like i shouldn't say look real because it's cartoon you know it's like it's animated but like they're they more look like better. proportional yeah you know and like they're curvy you know <laughs> Because a lot of women look like that. (laughs) Which is something that I think actually attracted me to this game in a way. Like, I remember being at a Barnes & Noble forever ago um, when Apex came out. And I remember seeing, like, a few of the characters. I wish I could remember who it was. Um, But I saw a few of the characters, like, on the cover. And I was like, wow, like... I, you know, like, again, Stephanie, I'm sorry, but I'm like, oh, that reminds me of Overwatch. Like, we have some good character diversity. We have some good, like, I can agree with you that. know, like, styles and stuff and different types of people. And, um, you know, like, I, I appreciated that about the game. And that was the only thing I knew about Apex until, like, a week ago. <laughs> so... But yeah, um, I think they did a really good job about that. I just wish they had more personality and more um, lore. Maybe they have like, maybe if it's like Overwatch, they have like a like a graphic novel or comics or something, but not that I know of. They definitely do have some lore. Um, and we did not take the time to dig into the lore. And that is on us. Yeah. We have a lot of games, you guys. (laughs) It's true. And it's, I think that's something that we've all learned. And I've learned, especially where I like start talking crap about something. And then I kick myself in the ass because later in life, I then get into that thing and learn more about it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. shit, I shouldn't have talked crap. Like when you know more about something, you get more interested in that thing. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, we only have so many hours in the day and so much time to devote to things, but we need to, yeah, like if we had time to put into it, if we took the time to put into Apex, maybe we would be more, not that we're not interested, but um, be ready to put more time into it too. But it, yeah, is the question is, do we want to? Because for me, like if there was a campaign, I'd be all in. I'd be like, oh yeah, let's check this okay. out. I want to get good at it. I might dabble in the online, but I'm definitely going to focus on the campaign and, you know, leveling up and, you know, learning a story, learning about a character, ideally learning about all of them. (laughs) A story, a story mode definitely would be really cool with Apex because then I feel like I would appreciate the characters more in the online play. Right. And I mean, I feel like we had this exact same thought about Overwatch. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was actually going to bring that up. We want um, lore. There go. I mean, there is a lot of lore in Overwatch, and you do have to make an effort to get it 
outside of the gameplay. But that's why, like, so many people are so excited for Overwatch 2 is because it's supposed to be campaign-based and not um, arena sh- first-person shooter. Hmm. So hopefully... I'm also that- excited for that. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that will be a thing that happens in the relative future, but who the hell knows? Um, and that could be a thing that would be great for Apex, too, to have... Because people crave stories and campaigns and maybe not everybody, but I, I feel like they do so well. Yeah. Well, and I think if you're going to take the time to create these characters and like give them like personality and make them so individual, you should have a story that goes along with it. Like, sure. You know, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like, uh, I'm trying to think of a really good example. Um, but I haven't played a lot of these games, so someone's probably going to yell at me for saying this, but like something as such as like battle, battlefield, you know, where you're just like a name, you're a nameless nobody. You're just a soldier, you know, you're a soldier, army guy, whatever. And you are dropped into this like arena and you fight other people. Like you don't, you don't have a name. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, Sure, there might be a campaign mode associated with those games, but for the most part, people don't ever play those. Like, even with, like, Call of Duty, I, yeah, there's a campaign mode, I guess, but do people really play that? <laughs> I don't know. Again, people are probably yelling at me right now, and that's fine, but, but that's what I mean. It's like, with Apex, you have these characters, and I feel like there's a lot of potential there. And I kind of, actually, this sort of reminds me of, um, our conversation with um, the Avengers game is that there was too much online play and not enough um, story and there needed to be a good balance between the two. And I feel like games like Apex and Overwatch where they have like this basis of characters, there's definitely potential for that. Like they, there is room for that and they should do that because people would love it. I think it would have really great reception. Well, there's enough Battle Royale games that don't have, like, Fortnite, that don't have, like, the character. Like, you can customize your character so much. It's not like you're choosing a pre-made character who has a story behind them. Yeah. Unless you pick, like, the Star Wars characters. (laughs) Or or Kratos. (laughs) Or Kratos, yeah. But that's its own thing entirely. That's just a skid, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It's a... Yeah, I I don't I don't think any of us are huge battle royale players. I think you're right. Yeah. I think it's what you said before. We're we're just not willing to put in the time to really get good at them, to really be able to enjoy them. I think if we're if we have all of that time to be able to put into a video game, we'd rather do something that was a little more story based. Yeah. Maybe we could start having experts on our show, like a battle royale expert. We could get Ninja on our show or someone better than Ninja. <laughs> Anyone is better than Ninja. Not to shit on Ninja, but I'm not he wouldn't to- work with women. Anyway. Yeah, we did. It is. It was a fun game. I definitely like. I wouldn't mind pulling it up every once in a while, but it's definitely not going to be my new go-to. And in Mm -hmm. fact, I really haven't been gaming much in general, so it's definitely probably not going to be my my go-to because the one night a week that I play games, I'm probably going to play something else. Yeah. It's true. I, and I also, I don't see myself really playing it by myself. Oh, it's also huge. It takes up a big chunk of oh, the PlayStation. Oh, yeah, the storage. Yeah. I was like, the I thought you meant like the maps. I'm like, the maps? Or the, no. Like, I did, yeah, the file beautiful. size. Oh, yeah. let's talk about that for a second. The graphics yeah. of Apex. Yeah, gorgeous. they're great. They're giving us very like a Far Cry, Far Cry, Far Cry New Dawn vibes. Yeah, with some of the landscapes, like the, yeah. the the foliage, the floors, and even just the bright colors, you know, like, I mean, and I also, I mean, I get Overwatch vibes too from, 
from these, you know, like it's just very, it's very bright colors, very um, animated, um, but also realistic. Like it's, I don't know, like they, they have it, they do a really good job of, of doing that. Yeah. And yeah. the map does have a good variety of different types of places. Um, Terrain too. Like it varies and it's really cool. And yeah, you find a whole bunch of your little pods of things all over. So it's not hard to find stuff. It's just hard to know what stuff you want to <laughs> spend your time gathering. Mm -hmm. Especially when someone's raining down with gunfire and bullets and death and destruction and whatnot. Well, and there's even been people who kill us in an, like our whole squad in an instant. And you're like, how? Where? How did they do that? I like... Why? I try, like, I met up with a guy just a second ago, and I, I unloaded a whole entire, like, magazine on him, and it did nothing to him. And then here this other guy comes along, and then your whole squad is dead like that. They're like, what? Ah! I actually have tactically planned it out. They're like, okay, you stand there, you stand there, you stand there. We'll bring them all together. We'll throw a grenade. You know, or, like, whatever it is. But, yeah, it does seem like when you go down, like, you go down hard and fast. That is something I do think that this has. It's very tactical so and strategic. So if you have more of a strategic mind and know your um, your squad, and like we know each other, but we're not. We're not super familiar with each other. <laughs> Who are you guys again? Marley did <laughs> use the term flanking when we were playing it, and I was impressed by that. That was but impressive. I just don't think that we're like super into that tactical like, hey, you get them from the north. I'll get them from the east. Go, go, go. Machete <laughs> 400. Six. I mean, because uh, we don't play a lot of games like yeah. this. We would have been more like that and more organized instead of just like, ah, there's gunfire. Get it. Yeah, this type of coordination. <laughs> I mean, I, I like to think that when we've like played like Red Dead Online, we have some sort of like tactics, Linz, but mm -hmm. I feel like it comes and goes because it really just depends. Sometimes it's just chaos, but other times we're like, okay, you go that way, I'll go this way. We're going to get them here and then we're going to use this to get them good, you know? Yeah. And then we're going to dynamite him after we parlay with him so his horse kicks him off. <laughs> yes. So I don't know. You're right though. We don't we don't really we don't typically do a lot of like yeah, tactical strategic stuff. Yeah. I, I played um the division recently, the original division, not division two. Um and I did find myself saying stuff like that, but that's because the person I play that with, hey Steven, is very intense and very like tactical himself. Like he was in the military, so he'll be like, Okay, Ooh. like charge it all right, here we go. Like, okay, they're flanking us. Watch your six kind of thing. And I'll just be like, all right, it's on your three. It's three. It's on your three. Like go get him. <laughs> like, you know, things like that. Like I found myself talking that way, but that's because I was a division agent at the moment. But um, <laughs> I don't even remember where I was going with this or what we were talking about. We're not tactical. We're not tactical, but sometimes I can be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, same here. I am not. That is not in my wheelhouse of things I do. <laughs> I mean, I maybe I like pre to pretend to be. I mean, especially when I like said like, "Hey, let's flank him." <laughs> I mean, it's, like, like, it's just a word of like, go around and get him on the side, you know. Where they come from, a military family. I do, I do. But yes, I. Okay, let's. Why don't we give our ratings? I think we're ready for uh, that. I just wanted to make one last point. Okay. Going back. To characters um i really like the voice acting like i think the voice acting was really talented and you know intriguing and like the little bits that you hear are just like oh hello you know but anyway that's all i had there is it seemed very small amounts of voice acting yeah so. just phrases yeah um yeah but i did enjoy what i heard so i know they got some talented people on there I hope. Right. I. Who wants to go first with their grading? Um, I will. Yeah. So yes, today we're using no bake cookies, which if nobody knows what that is, I will just quickly explain. So they're mm -hmm. basically like these um, chocolate um, and peanut butter um, 
and like oats kind of like mixture and you like make them like warm over the stove, which is why you don't bake them in an oven. And then they just come out like all gooey and you just kind of like let them set for a little bit and they're, and then they're really just really, really tasty, squishy little morsels. Blobs. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. They look like little poops, but they're delicious. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so yes, no bake cookies. I, I, I feel like I need to give it a neutral three. No bake cookies because I didn't hate it. But I didn't really love, love it. I, I think kind of like similar, um, to kind of how I feel about like Fortnite is that I don't really see myself picking up this game a whole lot, but the times that I played it, it was enjoyable enough. And like, it was just kind of some good times just to kind of, you know, run around and just try to survive, you know? And so I think that like, it was still like enjoyable the times that we did play. And um, I mean, if, if there were a group of friends who were like, let's play Apex, I'd be like, mm, sure. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't see myself playing, like picking it up by myself. Like if I have time to sit down and play a video game, I'm going to play something else. Yeah. And I don't want to also give it a total like bad um, review um, grade because I don't think it was that bad. I think that there's definitely a lot of potential in this game. And I, I see why people like it, 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 you know, so much. You just need to put more time and effort into it, which I just don't want to. Right. So I give it a really just a neutral, neutral three. That's good. Do you want me to go next? Do it. Okay. I'm going to give this game a 3.5 no-bake cookies, um, which is a good helping of no-bake cookies. Um, <laughs> and it's it's because I think it is a good game. I think it's well-designed, well-done, put together. Um, gameplay is solid. Characters are solid. Um, it just, it's just not my kind of game. Um But I would say, I would recommend it to somebody who's like, oh, I really want to get into like, something like PUBG or like a battle Royale, but I don't want it to be, you know, this or this or this. I'd just be like, Oh, like you could consider playing apex. Cause, um, you know, it's, it's, I think one of the better of the battle Royales that are free to play right now mm-hmm. and it's free, like give it a shot. Cause it's free. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but I just, I don't, I like Marley said, I don't see myself picking it up and, playing it much more just because it's not my type of game. Um, but yeah, I think they have a pretty solid thing going for them. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it a, I'm going to do a 3.25 right in between the two of you. <laughs> I see. <laughs> it was fun and it was pretty and it was, um, the rounds went by really fast. So you could play a bunch of different rounds. Um, in one sitting, and that's fun. Yeah. Um, but like I said, if I'm gonna play a game ish like this, and I'll give you the ish, Marley. I'll give you. I'm gonna play Overwatch as my go-to game. Um, you get more gameplay out of it in my case because I got killed really quickly, and I don't have to worry about having to get my own guns. Um. So, yeah, but it was fun. Um, that's what I got. All right. Nice. Well, let's do some not a sponsors. Yes. So this is the part of the show where we put at the end of it now. Yes. <laughs> and we just kind of talk about some just different things that we're into right now. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Could be all sorts of things. A book, a podcast, a food, a thought. <laughs> I don't know. I forgot what I was going to do. So one of you has to go first. I'll go first. Okay. Um, mine is kind of a self plug in a way, and I'll show you how. But, um, I'm going to do the TTRPG mouse guard. Uh, we just finished it on the lettuce in and, um, we just did like a little campaign of it. It wasn't, it was just a few episodes long. Go listen to it. And, um, it's just really fun and cute. Like I, we didn't do a ton of the combat, but I did research the combat system and it's like a little confusing, like a little like rock, paper, scissors-y in a way. Um, like it's kind of, 
fun and simple. Um, it'd be really good to play with kids, I think. But it's just like, it just takes a second to get, like, wrap your head around it for some reason. Um, cause you're like, oh, this is simple. Like, shouldn't we be rolling tons of dice and adding it up and comparing the numbers? But instead, it's just like, you can fight, you can flee, or you can hide, or you can reposition yourself. And I'm like, oh, like, that's it. And then, like, the bad guy chooses the same thing out of those options. And then you compete the two, you compare the two. Um, but yeah, the combat was fun. We have a great DM, Erica. She, um, or GM in this case, uh, she was really good at putting together a really cute campaign. It was a little role play heavy. Um, and I like it for that reason. But I mean, you guys can obviously customize your own games to however you like. And that's another thing about it. It just had a lot of like leeway to do what you want. And it had like a red wall-ish setting, which was just like I said, oh, yeah. cute. It was really cute. Yeah, Erica so. put a lot of time and energy and effort into the campaign. She did a really good job. Definitely. Yeah. I know, I've so, been listening to it too. It's really enjoyable. Oh, good. Yeah, go listen to the Let Us In podcast. Awesome. Um, okay, I'll go next. Um, so mine is a TV show. Um, it's a little, a little one that's, uh, only in its first season. Um, and it's called WandaVision. <laughs> oh, which one? WandaVision. What's it called? Long Division. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so WandaVision is kind of a interesting little side TV show from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, if you haven't heard of it. And it takes place like after the events of Endgame. Um, and it's about Wanda Maximoff and Vision. And it's really just kind of odd at first because from spoiler alert, but in um well, two movies ago, Infinity War, um, Vision dies, you know, because he has, you know, they need the Infinity Stone out of his head to, you know, Thanos and him and his finger snap. Anyways, long story short, um, all of a sudden here's Wanda and Vision and you're like, wait a second, this is really weird because we know Vision's dead. What is going on here? But then they're in this like, this like world where it's like these like sitcom settings and these little tropes and things. And it kind of shifts through time. You start off in the fifties and you kind of make your way to modern day. So like each episode covers a different time period and it's really, really cool to be like, hey, this reminds me of Seinfeld. This reminds me of I Love Lucy or, you know, just like all these like different sitcoms that we all have come to know and learn. I mean, even if you haven't seen the sitcoms from like way back in the day, like you recognize the tropes, like you know it because it's just been a part of pop culture for decades. But anyways, you kind of just... um I don't want to give any spoilers away because you really should just go watch it. But there's just a lot of different like odd things happening here in these little sitcoms. And you can tell that like things are not what they should be with Wanda and Vision in their life. And so they and they kind of start to realize that, too, that they're like, something's not right here. And um, just like weird things start happening around town and. Um, again, like they're each episode is a new decade. And so it's just kind of like, does anybody notice this, you know? And it's just, and, but at the same time, like Wanda still has her powers. Um, she can still like do teleportation and, and different things as well as like vision. Like he still looks like his robot self, but he can also like disguise himself with like a human face when he like goes to work, you know? So it's really, really interesting. And if you guys like sitcoms, if you like Marvel, if you also just kind of want to see a fun, like, new side of Marvel, especially like in TV form, then I highly recommend it. It's just, it's really enjoyable. I have one concern. Is the series finale just going to be like, we pan in on Wanda and she's, or, yeah, Wanda, the, yeah. We pan in on um, her and she's just like, and I'm so happy to be with you, to be with you, to be with you. And it backs up and then she's like in a straight jacket. No, okay. it's not that at all. 
Okay, good. Because that's what I've been worried about this entire time. I'm like, no, I don't want to see her crazy trauma dream. Like, no, but this is the same. Oh, (laughs) but at the same, like at the same time, like something to keep in mind um, for for you guys and for any of our listeners who are interested in this show. um, Give it a few episodes. Like, really, there's only nine episodes in the first season. That is not a big commitment at all. Just watch it all. Okay. And like the first couple episodes, you're like, what is going on here? This is weird. Just keep going. Just keep going. Okay. It'll all come together. Okay. I believe you. Okay. I, believe I totally you. forgot. I had a really good one. That I was like, oh, these guys will think that's funny. But um, <laughs> I forgot what it was. So I'm going to do something else. Cool story, Hansel. I know, right? Um, so my not a sponsor is the app called Capital. Which is I done this before? I think have you I? have. Like well, season one. I'm really excited about it again because I had like a huge. I had to get my um one of my side mirrors fixed this week, but I had a I have a category on my in my capital called car shit <laughs> that covered all my repairs and um getting my car what's well, registered this year. Registered. So it was really nice. Like I'm really bad at saving. I just don't do it very well. And so being able to have an app that does it for me and you can set the rules that you want. Like my car shit rule is 5% of any check I get that's over $500 or any deposit I get that's over $500. So that's like my big ones, like my paychecks and stuff. 5% just goes straight into my car stuff. They do like roundups. So like whenever I purchase something, um, it just rounds it up to the nearest dollar. And so like 45 cents or like two cents or whatever will go straight into one. That's um, like my untitled. I think it's just like, it's going to be a self care fund. I think I'm going to use it to pay for a massage this week, actually. Nice. And then I, you can do one like shared ones. Like I have one with Blake that's called car. No, it's house and baby stuff. And the picture of it is Iggy Azela. No, it's Cardi B. (laughs) Um, I don't know why Blake chose it. (laughs) <laughs> so we can save together and we have so we can save for car or house stuff or baby stuff and one of the rules on that is if i spend money at Ta- target or taco bell um i have to put six bucks in there so that saves me from spending money there or if i know i'm gonna do that i'm just gonna put money straight into that account so hmm. it's nice to have different categories so i'm organized with what i'm saving for what the money goes towards um, and it does it for me. So I don't have to consciously think, oh, I should put part of this into this account and this account and this account. So it's been so really it just nice. ties into your bank account. Like yeah, you get your bank account information and then it's just like, oh, we just got a huge, um, deposit. This must be a paycheck. We'll break it down the way she asked us to. Yes. Huh. And nice. then it's really nice because when I do spend, the money that I need to, like I'm spending it straight from my bank account, but then I can take the money from capital and just make a transfer real quick. So I'm putting the money from the savings back in my bank account. Hmm. So it's worked out really well for me. It's been nice to be able to share, to save with my husband for like a, we did it. That's how we paid for one of our trips when we, for our anniversary last year, I think. So I like it. If you are have a hard time saving like I do, try it out. And if you want my code, you'll get five bucks for your capital. I might take you up on that later. Yeah. (laughs) And then if the listeners want my five bucks for my code, they don't, they, you, let me clarify. You will not get my $5, but you can get the code, which gives us both $5. Then you know, hit me up. <laughs> Cutscenes and cupcakes is not a multi-level marketing scheme. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> not fact, yet. We are, we are streamers. Other than we're in Utah, which is the holy land of MLMs. Oh, Anyways, streamers no. and dreamers, Marley. We are streamers. <laughs> we have a banner floating right below us right now that is saying, hey, guess what? We stream on Twitch. And our handle is what? I don't say that. It says hey. we stream on Twitch. Hey. It doesn't say, hey, guess what? Hey, we hit 100 followers on Twitch. 
Yes, yeah, so we cutscene pod on Twitch and we just hit a hundred followers. So yay. Yeah, and yeah, also so don't just follow, but you know, if you want, you can subscribe. Because we are <laughs> we are Twitch affiliates. We sure are. And we are streaming. We stream three times a week, you guys. So please um go to our social media um to be able to look up our schedule. That's where we post it at the top of each week. Um we typically stream like Monday, Tuesdays, Saturdays, you know, kind of um, give or take, you know. So just make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to find all of those updates. We also have a Gmail. Yeah. An email. If you want to give us feedback, you can send an email to cutscenesandcupcakes at gmail.com. We think we're so funny. <laughs> I it, we're funny, but it also makes me sad that we still don't have an email yet. <laughs> so look, send us an email. Gosh, dang it, emails from Wooshka. He just don't want the joke to die. Like, <laughs> oh, this is the content you're here for. It's true. Yep. Well, well, thank you guys for listening. Yes. Let us know what you thought about Apex. I know, I know, it wasn't our type of game. And I know that that kind of sucks if, like, this is your kind of game. So tell us why you loved it. Tell us why we should give it more of a shot than we did. Um, Tell us if you didn't like it. <laughs> Let us know what your thoughts were. Let us know what we were wrong about, what we're right about, why you think I'm the best cupcake. Um, Tell us all the things. I like that we're cupcakes now. Like, that, that's been a thing for a little while where we just refer to ourselves as a cupcake. Like, I'm the best cupcake, or like, the cupcakes are cupcakes. cupcakes. Yeah, like, it's kind of like the, we're the Beatles. Hey, hey. Well, that, well, that was ever since we started, we joined Soul and Droids, because they called us yeah. the cupcakes, and we were, like, so offended we're by like, that. No. <laughs> we are not desserts. We are women. Here's more. But then but we kind of the treat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're sweet, attractive, uh, come in wrappers. <laughs> yes. All of the above. Oh, but yes. until next time, my friends, go grab a friend. Eat some Eat cupcakes. And play, and some, play games. some games. <laughs> this has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.